Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait and see. I put the fun in funeral. We're bad girls. This is what we do. I'm what psychiatrists call alpha female. Eh, you shot pretty well for a boy. I'm the girl that's going to save your life. I can and I will. I can and I will. I can and I will. I'll take a bite out of you. Beware the sirens. Welcome to another ghoulish episode of Sirens of Horror. I am always your mistress of evil, Ella Evella, along with... Mina McCall and Ash Vicious. Today we're going to be going over... Hush. Uh, so, Hush is directed and written by Mike Flanagan, who recently did The Honey of Hill House, Gerald's Game, also did Oculus, Before I Wake, and Absentia. Uh, he's actually one of my favorite directors, writers, editors. He's got such a fresh feel for horror that I feel like this film really had. Um, Hush takes a really cool spin on the classic home invasion as we see in strangers and that kind of style of film um but kind of adds an interesting twist kate spiegel i think that's how we're pronouncing spiegel? spiegel probably uh, plays maddie mm -hmm. and she is deaf and mute that you find out pretty much off I, I liked how they started it out they started out with her just cooking dinner and you get it was very, very loud sounds of the dinner being cooked. Mm -hmm. Even before that, actually, I liked that, and I don't know if it was intentional that they muted all of the introduction, the, um, a film by this person. Oh, it yeah. was all completely quiet yeah, until I didn't the movie started. I, and I thought the whole film was going to be that way. Yeah, for a second, like, I thought, oh, shit, I should turn up my... Like, I can't hear anything. Oh, Maybe I did. I turned up the volume. I was like, what's, what's going on <laughs> with this film? Um, and then, like, the scene where her, she's preparing dinner literally reminded me of, like, those ASMR videos that people watch on YouTube just to yeah. listen, which doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> no, I don't get it either, but, like, it's, it's definitely, I feel like this is a very good way of showing, uh, what kind of the world is like. And it was really interesting, because, uh, actually, I think about, like, halfway through the film, uh, so I was actually doing laundry, and I was walking, like, down the stairs, and all of a sudden I was, like, hyper-aware of, like, the sounds of my shoes, the sound of this, just, like, sounds that you make by being a person, by moving, by mm -hmm. shuffling things, and it was just this really weird kind of, like, hyper-awareness. I actually experienced that, too. I paused it uh, at one point to go... I think refill my drink maybe, but I was just, I could hear the fridge opening and I could hear my footsteps and the dog moving in the couch and I just was very aware that it was also nobody home, so it was really, really obvious that I was the only thing making noise and the dog was the only other thing making noise in the house. It was just really weird because I wasn't talking because there was nobody home, so it was just every tiny little noise was, was accentuated. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> like it, everything was kind of turned up a little bit. Um, but she has her lovely friend come over and they have a discussion. You find out Maddie is a writer mm -hmm. and, uh, discusses writer's brain, which I was like, oh, I feel this so hard. <laughs> and her next door, Sarah, had just finished the book that she had just written. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And it seemed like it was like a thriller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, when the characters, there was a, 
Erin and, and Roger or Robert or something like that, but she was learning sign language to try to express to Maddie how much she loved the book. and mm-hmm. um, Good kisser. Yes, <laughs> that she told Maddie that she was a good kisser, and she was like, no, that sign means kisser, this sign means storyteller. And then she's like, oh, well, I'm sure you're a good kisser, too. Like, <laughs> I just really enjoyed the dynamic between her and her um, her neighbor. It, it set up a really nice uh, kind of feeling, also for just Maddie mm-hmm. as a person, because while her neighbor was very bubbly and very vivacious and was like, oh, we're doing this. You should come with us. You should hang out with us. Maddie was, came off even like with a good friend as being well, very kind and nice, a very guarded, a very kind of like in her head person. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, no, I, I'd like to stay home and, yeah. and read my book. And she's like, okay, well. I'll write my book. Write my book. Yeah. And she's like, I, well, let me, we'll just hang out and live hang out for a while and then her smoke alarm goes off yeah and that was that that i was watching that alone a hell of an alarm <laughs> yeah that, that yeah. kind of made me jump for a second because i was watching it this morning and i was like oh crap the fire alarm on the tv is going to wake up my sleeping fiance because <laughs> <laughs> it was flashing lights and a very very loud alarm and she explains to her neighbor that she has to feel the vibrations if it goes off in the night when she's sleeping because she can't hear the alarm mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes sense. Um, and then uh, we, the neighbor leaves, and we get a call from Craig. Or it's Craig. like, I miss you, or I've been thinking about you. No, like, I thought it was a text message saying, I thought of you today. Mm-hmm. And we've all had that Craig. She just <laughs> deletes it. Mm-hmm. We, we, no. all, we all have a Craig in yeah. our lives that we get those texts at like, See, okay, at least she got them at, like, 7 p.m. I'm used to getting my Craig texts at, like, 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm used to getting the, like, you've just left the bar, drunkie. Mm-hmm. So at least he's texting her at a decent hour. <laughs> um, and she goes down to write her book and talks to her sister. Max. Yeah, and you find out, uh, she moved away from the city. Her sister misses her. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this is before. I missed something. So as Maddie is trying to clean up, her neighbor runs yeah. to the door, coated in blood, like, pounding on the door. Actually, I don't think she's coated in blood yet. Like, she... No, she's still she's bloody. bloody. Yeah, she is? She has gotten oh, getting... some kind of wound already. Okay. Because she had blood, like, in her hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. she's running over and she's... She bashes on the window. She's Honestly, like, see me, see me, see me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you were, if you knew that your neighbor was mute and deaf. Just though, break it. Well, also, I was going to say, like, she explained that she had to feel vibrations to wake herself up. Like, pound on the floorboards. What are you doing? Shake the door, maybe. Yeah, it's just something that will cause a vibration instead yeah. of, a, like, a noise. I also don't get why in these situations, like, you're already bloody and mean. Just smash your hand through the yeah. glass. Like, yeah. open that door. Like, something. Then, like, but just guy behind me run help stop your feet do something yeah at that point like they would both have their bones yeah called 911 and the movie wouldn't be happening well no yeah yeah no because maddie's still at her phone at this point Mm -hmm. so it's like just just smash guys if you're running if you're being chased by a serial killer don't hit the door just break it (laughs) um so her neighbor gets like pulled away and the killer kind of like goes up and like 
hits on the glass. Well, he stabs her he against stabs her. the door. Yeah, he like stabs her against times. the door. And then she falls to the ground. And that's when he taps on the door. It's like, tap, tap. Can, can you hear me? Obviously not. And then he full on knocks on the door. Yeah. And he realizes, oh, what a perfect victim. He's like, ooh, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And he drags her neighbor out into the yonder. And then uh, Maggie tries to write her book, which has seven endings. Mm-hmm. We have a big point of the fact that she always sees different ways things can go. Mm-hmm. And different That's options. Funny. I actually, I thought a lot about you, Ella, in that scene when she's just like staring at the screen. Like, how the fuck do I end this? Type, type, type. You're a shitty writer. Blah, blah, blah. Like, please give me money. I'm like, la, 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 blah, blah, blah. You have no idea. La, 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 blah, blah, blah. Give me money now. You <laughs> have no idea how I was editing. Uh, my book a little bit ago and I actually found like four lines oh blah 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 no it was like and fuck you fuck this character fuck that fuck my life fuck everything fuck this fuck 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 but there was like four lines that I must have written at some point that was kind of like I had a little bit of a oh poor Ella that is, that also, is... my friend Rachel, who writes books too, I'm like, I'm probably sure she goes through that too. You definitely go through that at certain <laughs> points. You're like, how do you, because it's weird, it's like, you'll have like, you need to get to this spot. Writer's block is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. I'm aware, like, when I have writer's block, I look like somebody that belongs in like an 18th century sanatorium, because <laughs> I just walk in small circles and drink whiskey and kind of like quietly mutter to myself <laughs> and I'm like oh this must look real creepy <laughs> talking about my writer's block um, so while Maddie is dealing with writer's block and talking to her sister the killer actually just comes in the house and takes her phone yeah in which I also thought like okay granted I know you live in the middle of the woods so maybe you're not like you wouldn't think I'm going to put, you know, locks on my door or whatever because I'm the only person that lives in the woods. But if you're deaf, I would at least have put, like, some sort of loud-ass fuck alarm, like your yeah. smoke alarm on the doors or something. So that way, if, like, if a door opens or you hear, you know, m- you know, movement or something, like, it would sense kind of, like, motion, like, other like, her Even, cat. like, a motion light. Yeah. yeah. So, like, fl- like, a flickering light or something, she'd be like, oh, I see the light flickering, that means something's amiss. What door did he come in, though? Because, I mean, it wasn't obviously the, the kitchen door, because she's, you know, her her neighbor was banging on it and turned the door I off. I think it was, like, the front door. The front door? Okay. Yeah. No, I think it was, like, there was, like, some sort of, like, sliding glass door. Well, because there was, had. like, well, no, because she, she had, had left the door open. Because mm-hmm. she had gone after... The cat. She had gone to the cat and she'd been shaking the food bowl everywhere Mm. and had gone to the door, opened the door, shook it, and put it back down. The door was left open. Mm, So she left the door open. Also, I would like to to mention her cat's name. Her cat's name was Bitch. No, I think she just calls her. No, no. you see the tag on the collar later. Oh. Looking at it. Yeah, because the killer (laughs) finds the cat and it's Bitch. The cat's name is literally Bitch. That is cool. Well, I mean, it's not like, if she, even if she moved back to the city, she's calling her cat, like, oh, bitch, because obviously she doesn't talk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, come here, bitch! Yo, bitch! <laughs> like, when is she going to have to say this out loud in front of somebody? <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, she all of a sudden is, like, on her computer, and then she gets, like, two more calls, or she first tr- almost, like, tries to FaceTime the elusive Craig. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like your brain it. was like, bad idea, bad idea. <laughs> end call, end call. And we've all been there. <laughs> and then he calls her back. Yeah. Twice. Twice. He FaceTimes her first on the computer, and then he tries to call her on her phone. Oh, yeah. So this happens before he takes the phone. Um, and then, th- this was so creepy to me. The She starts getting photos on yeah. her computer from her phone. Yeah. Of her. Of her. Like, and the last one was, like, what she was doing at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. And that was just... Super cool. creepy. Mm-hmm. Super. So she looks up and she's looking around trying to figure out where and who's taking these pictures of me. Maybe it's a it's, prank. Maybe it's, it's my neighbor. Very, uh, the call is coming from inside the house. Mm-hmm. The texts are coming from your phone. Yeah. Um, and then she manages to kind of block off his escape routes. Um... Yeah, like, she, there's a couple of times where she tries to outrun him, um, and... She gets the doors locked. Yeah, and I like the, the tactic of writing on the wall with the lipstick and then shining the window. Or shining yeah, the flashlight the window. Oh, God, that was so intense. So, uh, after a little bit, nothing has really particularly happened. He's kind of stalked her a little bit. But he's got this very, uh... Purge meets Michael Myers' white, kind of slightly smiley mask, mm-hmm. and then like a beanie. And she writes on the door and is like, I didn't see your face, didn't, my boyfriend. No, won't home. tell, didn't see your face, boyfriend coming home. Yeah. And then he just takes it off. And he's like, can you understand what I'm saying? Can you read my lips? Can you read my lips? Yeah. Not if you understand. And she's like, very faintly nods. And he's like, well, you've seen it now, haven't you? And I'm yeah, I and can come in there whenever no, I want. No, he says, because he looks at the boyfriend coming home, and he re- literally repeats what his what her sister said on on FaceTime. Oh. It worries me to have you so alone out there, Squish. Oh, that was so creepy. Ooh. Yeah, that's where I was like, oh, God. He was listening to her call. He was mm-hmm. in the house when it was happening. He took her phone. Like, it's very, very creepy. And, and then I just love that, like, where he's like, I could come in whenever I want but when I kill you, you're gonna beg to die. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be when you want to die. And you're just like, <laughs> all right. And like he's so sadistic about it too. Like it's it's an interesting, I think, change we're getting in these serial killers. Because I made the comment because his weapon of choice is a crossbow. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, but like you know, your next hush crossbows are becoming more and more prevalent as like, weapons of killers. And to me, they seem like just a very inefficient way to kill people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was having a conversation with one of my friends, and he brought up the fact that um, it's this militaristic view that we're now getting scared about. It's these people that have a plan and have mm-hmm. a motive. It's no longer this just, like, leather face just in the middle of nowhere with a chainsaw that's just going and killing because that's what you do. It's this very, very I'm going to hunt you, I'm going to kill you. It's so much more of a hunter mentality than Mm -hmm. almost just a killer mentality. Yeah. He's not a killer, he's a hunter Mm -hmm. of people. Right, and it's like he's literally stalking his prey. Like, he's literally stalking his prey. Like, a hunter would stalk a deer in the woods. Like, he's Every move that he makes and every, like, he's studying her. It's very very planned out. Yeah, very planned out, very, like, methodical. Calculated. Calculated. Mm -hmm. 
I wonder why it is crossbows, though. Yeah, why are crossbows the, the new machete? What's What's the process of purchasing a crossbow? Is it less tedious than a oh, gun? Oh, God, yes. Well, that's probably why, then. It's not as regimented. But I don't care about a gun. Machete. Yeah, like, machetes were, like, what killers used back in the day. Yeah, you used to use a machete, you used a butcher knife, you used a meat cleaver. Now we've got people with, like, silencers on their guns and crossbows, and we see that, that, that you don't, you can't just reload a crossbow. They both have to try. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious that it's difficult to do in yeah. this movie. But I think that's that's the, the mentality different, is it's not just, I'm going to cut you... Or I'm going to shoot you. He's challenging himself a little. Yeah. It's a hunt. It's a process. Mm-hmm. Mm. And like my friend was saying, that's what we're scared of now. Because if you want to look at what our culture is, look at the horror films and look at sex. Um, so it's definitely become, I think, the fear now of, and if you look at our current political system, the fear of being, the fear of being hunted, mm-hmm. the fear of being like sought out. Oh, especially when there's nothing that you did to provoke it. It's just because you were there. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do to solve it. There's nothing you can do to resolve the problem. It's just you were there at the wrong time. And somebody decided they were coming for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, and that's another thing. Like, was this kill plan? Like, did he seek her out? Or was he just going for a casual stroll in the woods and found some people to murder? Well, he might have sought out her neighbor. We don't really get an explanation for why he was killing her, but then well, he saw her. She, she, maybe she never made it home. Oh, no, she definitely didn't make it home. Because later on, her boyfriend comes looking for her because he's probably like, she hasn't come home yet. Like, where is she? Um. So, like, yeah, she never made it home, so he probably was just... Casual wood? Ca- you know, casual hunt in the woods was like, ooh. Well, you also think person. about it, uh... You see somebody walking in the middle of the woods with a machete or with, like, an M16, you're gonna run. But you see somebody with a crossbow, maybe they're just a hunter. Yeah, maybe they're just hunting a deer or something. Nope, they're hunting you. Which would explain probably why she has the, like, first wound in her head. Yeah. Maybe shot it off and just barely missed her in the forehead Mm -hmm. and got, like, the side of her head And then she's like, oh, fuck, someone's after me. I'm going to run back to my friend be like help 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 yeah because so, it's better than running to like an empty house yeah. so i think it in this case i don't think it was like he specifically sought her out he was just on the hunt casual walk in the woods to kill some bitches <laughs> interesting fact is that he is not named yet in the Even credits in the credits it says the man i huh. love that i love the fact that like this month like a predominant theme has been the unknown yeah oh yeah like, if you think about, like, the films we've done so far, and of course I bring it up every time because I love it. And for the last three weeks, you've been hearing me talk about how much I love it. So I know you're probably tired of it, but uh, I'm going to continue. But there is something, like, the only information we really ever get about him is that he's killed 13 people. Mm-hmm. That's it, because he's got 13... Tally marks. Tally marks. On his, gun, on that's, his crossbow. That's it. We get no history. There's no why, there's no who he is, there's no mental history. Is it just that he's, you know, a crazy person who's off on a killing spree? Like, you don't get to find out any of that information. It's mm-hmm. just, he's killing because he's killing. Yeah. And, like, I, I love that. I love the idea of just, 
Like, compared to, like, your next, where the, the killers were so terrifying until we decided to have, like, that was my brother. I was in the military. I am listening to songs on my headphones. I, you get a lot yeah. more information about those killers and that they were hired. And, you know, mm-hmm. There's nothing about him being hired. And yeah, about... he was just on the killing spree in the woods. Just on Like you do. Casual walk <laughs> through the woods with my crossbow. Gonna go kill some people. Go home. Watch SNL. It'll be a lovely day. <laughs> I thought it was really clever that she tries to set off her car alarm to like alert people around. Like that's a Well, really no, smart... I thought that was trying to get his attention because remember she sets off the car alarm to get the phone. She does, but yeah. I felt like initially it was it was a plot to get the phone, but also maybe, you know, if my car alarm's going off, maybe somebody will come and, like, worry about it and see yeah. what's going yeah, on. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure the, the neighbor's house isn't too far, so he probably hit a car alarm. she walked. Especially if it's so echoey out in the mm-hmm. wilderness. It might be a neighbor that's close enough by that could hear it. Yeah, I mean, you have one neighbor, so who's say you don't have, like, a few other neighbors mm-hmm. in the area. Just, like, within yeah. a nice little stroll distance. Yeah, although yeah. I will say the one thing I did find that she did, the clever girl that she is, <laughs> um, was when she threw the flashlight into, into, into the, the woods. woods. Yeah, when she was coming down the top floor. Um, well, that was really cool. So, to get back to where we were, though, th- this, to me, was so fucking creepy is so she's running away from him i can kill you at any point yada yada she runs and hides in her bedroom and like barricades herself in the bedroom and she sees what looks like a form right by her window and she like Mm -hmm. very slowly goes to look and he's taken her friend's body and is like knocking on the window with her hand Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just smiling. Yeah, because at this point he's not wearing the mask anymore, so he's just like, I don't want to fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, he just has this, like, super, like, okay, like, to me, super, like, if a guy smiled at you like that at a bar, you'd let him buy you a drink. It was well, just, now I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he might be like, oh, you're going to murder me, bye. <laughs> but I'm saying, without that knowledge, it was a very, like, charming, like, hi. Are you having a good time? Yeah, he was just fucking with her. Mm-hmm. But it was just, and like her reaction was so, like she did, considering the fact that she never, she signs, but she passed the first 15 minutes, she has no dialogue. Yet we know exactly, well no, she has some dialogue. But we always know what she's thinking and feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's really impressive. For zero dialogue. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. After she kills the friend, she sets off the alarm, tries to get the phone, goes back inside. That's when she gets her first wound. Because, no, she gets him in the arm. Oh, she, I think on her. Oh, no, because she gets him because she, like, tries to climb out the window after the car alarm goes off to get the phone out of her friend's pocket. Mm-hmm. And he realizes it and runs to the corner while she's going back inside and she takes the hammer and jams it That's into right. his arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was badass. Also, thank God, female alone, psycho killer, went for the knife, went for the knife. First thing, I was like, thank you. Yep. Knife, and, a knife and a hammer. I was like, cool, we're not dealing with morons. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. No, oh, she's a very intelligent woman. Like, so... I believe afterwards... Doesn't she get... 
shot in the leg with the crossbow pretty soon after that? No, she doesn't get shot in the leg with the crossbow until she goes upstairs and tries to escape. And I think it takes... There's a little bit more of fuckery. He shoots her in the leg when she's climbing down the lattice. Yeah, but I'm saying, I think there's, like, a little bit more of him fucking with her around mm-hmm. the house. Um, also, we totally forgot to mention this, but at one point he cuts the power. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He cuts the power because that way she can't uh, text anything. Just unknitting from her laptop. Yeah. Yeah, because she tries Which to call 911. And then he also, does he turn off the password, like, the remember password from her phone? No, it's the idea there's only one other Wi-Fi, and it's password protected. Well, no, it's John and Sarah. So that would be her neighbors. Yeah. And it's password protected. Mm. So she can't log on to it. And he goes on her phone, and it says, remember password, and there's no password. So obviously, she doesn't have the password Mm. to her neighbor's mm-hmm. wi-fi so it's just right there out of reach yep the wi-fi is just this is what happens with wi-fi <laughs> this is why we need to have landlines a landline could have saved everything Ooh, unless you cut the power power wouldn't cut the landline phone though yeah, phone well, cord i mean if you cut that if, yeah, he right. was, if he was able to get into where the fuse box was and cut the power he'd probably just connect the phone line as well i'm sure yeah. it's not a yeah. difficult process yeah right yeah yeah, he cuts the power on her. She can't do anything. Yeah. You know what she needs is a life alert button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have fixed a lot. So at some point she decides uh, she's watching him and she sneaks down the ladder and actually gets down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she sneaks down the lattice. The well. lattice. And then uh, hides underneath the patio. And right. it's when he walks over and walks back. And she, at one point, makes a sound. He kind of... Oh, no, she comes out the... She goes up the window. She goes up the top window. No, because the lattice later, because that's when she gets hit. She climbs out, like, a window or something, and then climbs under the... Yeah, she climbs out the top. There's only one window she goes out of. It's the top window, and she goes out of it, climbs down the lattice, goes outside, because she gets shot going back up the lattice. Mm, okay. Because she climbs down the lattice... Scurries underneath the porch. He realizes he's there. He kind of walks away. And she goes like, okay, fuck. This isn't gonna fucking work. So she tries to climb back up the lattice. And Artie shoots her once. Misses. Then he was redoing the crossbow. Shoots her in the leg. She gets back up on there. And that's when she pulls it out of her leg. Because that's why she has it for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she's she's tourniqueting. No, she has that later. Because then he climbs up it. Mm-hmm. Then she gets him with the crossbow, has the crossbow, escapes back into the house with right. the crossbow. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not, how she gets it. Not, like, do not question my knowledge. <laughs> and then she very quickly cranks it. The, yeah, it's a crank open window, and she's just trying to roll with her. And she gets it. him, and he's actually gotten, like, hit. He's fallen down twice now. Mm-hmm. So he's actually got some, like, blood going. And at this point, I think you start to see him really start to, like, he's pissed. And now <laughs> this is getting personal. Okay, I just wanted to murder you. Why you gotta make things so difficult? Now I'm pissed, bitch. So uh, <laughs> she goes in, that's when she goes in the bathroom, and she pulls down her jeans and puts... Hydrogen peroxide. Oh, it's mm-hmm. just, I think it's just straight alcohol. 
Oh. She bites onto... What is she biting? Oh, it's like a... a the a robe. Uh, her robe cord, yeah. And she bites down on it and just, like, you know, as inaudibly as she can because she's mute, she screams, basically, while she's pouring alcohol over oh. this wound. And then uh, pulls back her pants up and tourniquets the leg. And now... And then uh, is trying to pull the crossbow back. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Failing because it's so Yeah, and then he pull. comes up to the window and he goes, not so easy, is it? Ellen walks downstairs. Mm-hmm. And now she's... Bleeding out, and she eventually goes back downstairs. And she's like staring outside, and she's trying to figure it out. And then there's this great scene where she imagines herself running outside. Oh, you don't no. know this is imagination. Well, no, you also you didn't mention the next kill, mm. John. Oh, John, right. John because comes. he comes looking for Sarah, and that's when she's upstairs trying to get the crossbow. Mm-hmm. And then she comes down and sees... Well, no, he's already hit him over the head. Oh, no, he has the knife. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, John, he, uh, the man gives John some story about how he was a a policeman responding to some call, and, uh, you know, he, he's like, oh, I think there's a spare key in that pot Yeah, because then he gets the idea of, because he drops the, he drops his trophy, his first trophy. No, it's, he's bleeding. No, he drops no, the he drops the earring. He drops he the earring, oh. and that's when that's when oh, John, John gave Sarah those earrings or something, or recognized them, and he sees it on the ground out of it out of his pocket, and he goes, "Oh, uh, I think there's a, a key to Maddie's house in that pot down there," and he grabs a rock, but he's turned away. Yeah, he's gonna bash him in the head with it, but he's unfortunately wise to that plot, and yeah, uh, pulls and out a little stiletto knife and just and goes just on shanky, Maddie. shanky. Well, and then well, no, he comes and, and bangs on the door to try to alert John. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what actually I think fucked up John's plan. It did. Yeah. It did, because well, he turns to look, and as he turns to look, the man stabs him in the neck. Yep. And he just drops the rock because, you know, he just got stabbed in the neck. Yeah. And he's, uh... He, he takes him out of the back of the legs and stuff like back that. Back of the leg, and he's wrestling him on the ground, and, and John's got the man in a chokehold, and he's trying to get Maddie to run away. Yeah. But she's sitting there, and she goes through all these possibilities. And no, I don't think it's yet. No? No. No, it's right after later. But yeah. it is when he says run, and then she, we think, Yeah, we runs think out. she runs out and then gets her head bashed in. in. Mm-hmm. And you, like, I saw it, and, like, first of all, I actually kind of thought that was, like, a really cool ending. I was like, we're just gonna kill him? Yep, that's the cool. end. Just gonna kill the main character in yeah. the end. So I was like, oh, the killer wins. Okay, wait, what the fuck? But okay, I, I'll take it. And then, but I think it was really cool. She goes back in, and then earlier in the film, she'd been talking about writer's brain. And well, no, it's literally her like the corpse, like eyes shoot open. And so you can't run. And it turns the door and says, "You can't run." And then it's a different version of her actually comes and sits down next mm-hmm. to her, and they start going over. You can't wait it out. You'll bleed out. You can't do this. You can't run. He'll catch you. You, you can't, can't wait it out. You can't hide. He'll yeah. find your body and drag it out from under the under the porch. Yeah. And um, then she finally goes, there's only one option. Because all the other endings end the same. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, and then she actually signs, kill him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the idea is the, the, the writer's brain is giving all of the options. Yeah, the it's, different scenarios, it's different the endings. the seven endings. Yeah, the seven endings. And she's the one that eventually goes, there's one option. And kill him. And I loved the fact that it was signed. It wasn't said by the voice. 
Mm-hmm. But she talks about the fact that she has a voice in her head. I think she does mouth it, though. I think she might. She she mouths it, and she also signs she it. Said, but I'm happy it wasn't ever said. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a good thing. And then she, oh, oh, and just woman, badass, walks up to the door, sticks her finger in her bloody wound. In her bloody wound. And I'll let Marina, Marina go into this. It was so badass. She just, she puts her finger into this leg wound that's just seeping blood, making her dizzy everywhere. And she writes on the, on the window, just like she'd written before, but in lipstick, but in her own blood, writes, do it. And it pauses for a moment and my brain's like, call him a coward, call him a coward, call him a coward. And she writes, coward. I wanted her to write, bitch. I love it. No, because that's her cat. Do it. No. Cat. <laughs> no, but I want it because earlier they were saying, like, they were talking bitch. about bitch. Yeah. No, she I She taught her friend bitch. Wanted her to call him a coward so bad. Egg him on. Make him come to you mm-hmm. so you don't have to run on your leg. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then he finally does. And I also, I also, like, I felt this was also a nice touch, too. Like, she figured, I may kill him, but I also may die trying. So she wrote on her laptop. Oh, yeah. She's like, the, how, how tall he was. Green eyes. A tattoo neck. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you, mom. I died fighting. Yep, love you, mom and dad. Died fighting. Mm-hmm. And I love that idea of like I yeah, died like, fighting. If, if she dies, they'll at least find her laptop and they'll know who to get, they'll know who to look for. They'll at least know an idea. Yeah, like if she doesn't kill him, they'll at least know what to look for, and you know. I love you guys. Yeah, I died fighting. That's all you can really say at that yeah. point. Yeah, badassery. Uh, my one question is so. I don't think I was that tired last night. I hadn't had that much whiskey yet. So, how did he get into the bathroom? I know this one. Okay, because I was, I was kind of confused. I, yeah, I was because I was watching it this morning. This morning, and I'm like, yeah. okay, so I didn't explain. see you go into the bathroom. I actually found this when I was doing some research because I didn't know either. But um, so we go through the the, the kill fight. <laughs> <laughs> She grabs um, her, what was it, the knife she's got, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, runs up into the, well, runs as best she can up into her bathroom. Hobbles. Hobbles. Um, and she's waiting up against the tub, um, but she kind of, like, leans forward to look around, and she's got the door barricaded, and she's got everything closed up, but she doesn't hear him crash in through the skylight, and she doesn't feel it because she leaned away from the tub. Oh. So he actually comes in through the skylight in the bathroom. Did they cut um, that? I don't know. They I must have. They must have cut the, how he got in. Because well, I felt like also, it was, like, I thought it was creepy, but I thought it was like, huh? Well, no, I, now that you say that, like, I kind of can see it happening because thinking back on that scene, she starts to, because she's bleeding out, she's starting to, like, Oh, yeah, she's a little bit, like, a, a dizzy. And yeah, she's yeah. dizzy. And, like, this vision kind of And goes. vision gets blurry, and so you just see this, like, so dark mass mm-hmm. appear yeah. behind her. But it's him crashing through the skylight into yeah. the tub behind her. But it's you can't so tell you, because it's literally just... It's I, her I feel like they could have explained that a little bit better. Yeah. I thought you didn't like when stuff was ex- explained. Okay, when people get into a room as a human being. <laughs> That's fair. But, yeah, but... Now that I think about it, it's, like, just dark mass appearing behind her. Like, I just thought it was just, like, darkness consuming her, like, just vision. Um, Like, I just thought it was, you know, her vision going dark. Kind of, like... It was, but it was also that kind of covering up the fact that he came in. That's a cool... I I dig that. So, that that single hair on the breath. The, like, as soon as she could see this, like... 
that what zoom he, in on what her neck. What did he neck. say? He he's, like, he's like, I'm going to kill you. He's like, you've been holding out on me. I bet if I hit the right spot, I can make you scream. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he breathes. And that's when, like, you just see the hairs on the back of her neck. No, it's like, like one up. single beautiful of those little curled baby hairs you get mm. on the back of your neck and just goes, wiggle. <laughs> it was, it was just a can... single feel it behind yeah. her. Yeah, and then that's when, like, because he's, he's also got the knife, like, literally right on her shoulder at that point, and then she turns around, and that's what... And that's, then she gets him yeah, in the leg. And that's what causes him to scratch her. This is my keto knife. shit, too, that she does. She's just like, yeah, she's like okay, you're out of my but, way, stab me. Because she flips it from outward toward the oh, door yeah, I to love down that. in her hand to stab behind her. Mm-hmm. But I... So cool. Also, earlier, speaking of her, like, when Being ninja. She, she gets shot when she's on the roof, oh, yeah, and it's like that. some Matrix bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the, the bolt just flies by, and she, like, ever... It's like it's a natural thing. Like, you see something when you shot at you, you're gonna, like, lay down as far as you can get. Just duck. <laughs> but it was just... I remember, like, I saw the shot, and I was like, ninja bitch. <laughs> get it, oh? Yeah, so... Maddie's clearly got some weird keto ninja training. Well, apparently, and she knows how to handle a knife real well. She she does, yeah. No, I love that. But well, it's I mean, just she's slow a horror motion. writer or thriller writer, so yeah. she's probably done a lot of research. They're looking at me because my Google search history is really disturbing. A lot of the times when I'm researching <laughs> stuff for my books, it's real dark. <laughs> um, so she finally gets downstairs. And she's trying to get away, and he ends up getting her, and he's, like, choking her out on the floor. Okay, but, okay, you stabbed him. Why didn't you just turn around and use the momentum you were gonna use to run down the stairs on your hobbled fucking leg and stab him in the neck a bunch of times? I don't understand why you ran away. Why? So here, here's a thing about that that I feel like a lot of people do. When you stab somebody in with a knife, mm-hmm. the amount of force it then takes to pull out. Oh, you think she left it in him? Yeah. That knife was totally... You feel like you're, yeah. you're super weak. Like, there is a certain okay. amount of pressure. Well, she takes. also just, like, left it in him. Also probably just, like, as a distraction, like, to... Okay. Pick out the knife. Yeah. Do it. Dig I it. can grab another knife. But there is the amount of, like, force it takes when you stabbed a knife into something. Mm-hmm. It takes more force. Because you... A minute. When you're stabbing a knife in, you're creating a line. You're slicing into something. And you're using a downward trajectory and downward momentum to get into it. To pull it out, you have to be doing the same thing. But you have to be pulling it with your back muscles. And also you're going to be recutting at a much slower speed. So unless that knife was properly sharpened, you're going to have a massive issue. I know this from cooking. No, that's I know this from cooking. I swear to God, I know this from cooking. No, that makes a lot of sense. It makes sense. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just could see Ash in the corner just being like... Well, no, I mean, I know it's from cooking, but it's also just the fact I'm like, you realize our listeners are be like, how does she know all of this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, cooking... Things. She she is an people? ex-chef. Cooking cooking people? I love having good people for dinner. <laughs> yeah. I knew she was Hannibal. I knew it. <laughs> that oh, makes okay. sense. I, I thought I she had pulled it out. That's why I was like, you need to just keep stabbing him. What yeah. are you doing? But I okay, feel like so yeah, she, she left the knife. She left she the knife in. in. Okay. And then she runs to the kitchen. To get another one. Yeah. Yeah, to get well, another one. to get another one. And she pounces on her and is choking her out. And. Oh. What? 
no, she's sitting in the kitchen, and she's got, like, two things next to her. And you're like, what are those things? And she has the alarm in his face, remember? <gasps> oh, oh right. and the wasp spray. And the wasp spray in his mm-hmm. eyes. You're right. She I... does the alarm, the uh, the fire alarm that had gone off earlier that was, like, really loud, blaring with the flashing lights, and does it right in his face. And he's like, ah! And then she sprays wasp spray white right in his eyeballs. Oh, yeah. And, and so he tumbles back, and then... Um, so he pounces after after that happens. After I, I like the reuse of the alarm. Mm-hmm. No, that's so clever. I wouldn't have thought to do that. Like, yeah, yeah. you kind of like forget about the alarms. The alarms in the first like ten minutes. And she, I don't remember. Oh, when she's talking about all the outcomes, she says, or the voice in her head says um, that he's got the advantage. And I think that that kind of triggers something in her brain to be like, oh, but this is a disadvantage. You can hear, I can't. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is gonna mess you up and it won't affect me. Yeah. yeah. And also I feel like the blaring the blaring lights in his face too would also kind of like well, especially if freak out wasp spray judgment right? yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. also kinda like it took me back to the film that we watched year next. Yeah. When um, oh, the the camera. Yeah, when the girl does it to the oh, camera. Oh, yeah. I loved that. That was so clever. Death by log. Still one of the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This one's pretty good, too. Yeah, yes. this death is pretty awesome. This... So she's wrestling her to the ground, trying to choke her out, and she reaches, like, it just zooms in on her hand. Oh, which she's I... Trying. She's, she's trying. She's trying so hard to get... A, a weapon. Corkscrew. A corkscrew. You see this old school and corkscrew. And literally old school corkscrew right through the fucking neck. But I like also they kind of give you ones where like her hand kind of slags. Doesn't she have like vision? Like, Yo, she, she, vision. Start, she starts getting uh, like, yeah, her life flashes before her eyes mm-hmm. but in pictures. Yeah, it's like in pictures and she her hand you see starts to like the, the fade. Fade and then she like it's like that one last that last bit of energy to grab mm-hmm. the corkscrew and drive it into his neck. Oh, and she and oh the pulling it when she like pulls it out and there was just that like hole. Doot, doot, oh, I, love it. It doot. I was like, oh. Also, that blood was beautiful. Was so I also forgot my favorite uh, effect when he's breaking her foot with like through the door no and it's the hand or, yeah breaking her hand with his foot oh um, i forgot the door. about that when she and tries just, to run back yeah in. like she tries to run back in and he just nope shuts yeah, the door on her hand for the crossbow yeah yeah Not, and he shoves, snaps it yeah he snaps it in half after shutting her hand in the door and literally yeah her uh, hand made it literally smashing it with his foot until it's, it's just mangled, but that's yeah. the moment right before she stands up and dips her other finger in the yeah, blood. Yeah, because her hands and she's got it yeah. held up against her chest, and she's mm-hmm. like, "You know what? Do it, coward! Like come yeah. at me." Because her hand gets hurt, and then that's when she goes yeah. to like and all like, the I options, just, and that's that like, effect. Like it kind of zooms in on her broken hand, and it's literally completely mangled and bloody. And it's like that is a fucking awesome effect. You're gonna mm-hmm. love an effect in Gerald's game. <laughs> So, uh, the film that Mike Flanagan and, uh, the main actress actually were in again after this film was Gerald's Game. And if you haven't watched Gerald's Game, I highly recommend it. It's really good. It's a tough, it's a tough watch. It's a tough watch, but it's a good watch. Um, but there's a a hand effect Mm. in Gerald's Game, too. Mm. And it was like, when I saw that effect, I was like same makeup artists that definitely <laughs> did these two because these are two of some of the best like, hand effects I've ever mm-hmm. seen. I, I absolutely adored it. 
And then, like, it ends with her just, like, sitting on her porch she, and the cops. She calls 911 and just lets it ring because she knows she can't talk to them anyway. That they're going to yeah. trace it back mm-hmm. location and yeah. come find her. But, yeah, just her sitting on the porch waiting for the cops to arrive as she slowly, like, loses more blood. Yeah, and you, you get, get that, like, shot just, like, the sirens coming down. I was like, oh, oh and then Fitch comes up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Her Fitch cat. Just nuzzling up against her leg. Yeah, a good leg. Yeah. I love the very end, which is like... She sits there petting her cat waiting mm-hmm. for the cops to arrive yeah. and find the bodies strewn about her house. Hello, officers. I think a funny shot would have actually been to, like, after... Before that, just the cat casually maneuvering its way around all the dead bodies outside. We forgot the scene where the man is trying to threaten the cat and use it as, like, oh, a yeah. creepy toy to fuck with Maddie more. Yeah. And yeah. that's when John shows up and he doesn't do it. Yeah. Because I, I got worried there for a I second. I know. I was like, don't kill the cat. Don't, don't kill the people. Kill don't kill the cat. Don't kill the cat. Don't kill a bitch. Yeah. Um, Poor little bitch. So we can't really, or we can. The There are two conversations about the film that have to do with, there are two women. Yeah. There's Max and her, her sister Max and, and Sarah and neighbor and both were not about men so at yeah. all. Very, very good. Passes with flying color mm-hmm. at the Bechdel test. Like the two conversations that actually happen in yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, no, because it's not really a conversation between the man it's and Maddie. It's, it's just him talking at her. <laughs> yeah, and he's also not really, he's not a named character. He's just the man. The man. That's, That's true. not a name. I yeah. mean, hi, my name's the man. What's yours? Hey, what are you talking the about? Man Clint Eastwood did a great job of being in the man in black for years. <laughs> Yeah, so Clint Eastwood's character was in all the spaghetti westerns. Yeah, oh, he was the Man in Black, which I is why Westworld a... has the old guys, the Man in Black. Yep. I hear the Man in Black, and I think Johnny Cash. But that's what that's it what it came is. from. Mm, yeah, good to know. Is uh, in all those uh, good, bad, and the ugly, all those like old films with Clint Eastwood. Uh, he was the like, only ever said as the Man in Black, mm-hmm. and never had a name. Interesting. And he went like six or seven movies, just the Man in Black. So look at all these genres that you know. I like. I loved westerns growing up. I loved westerns. I would not have pegged you for someone who loves westerns. I love a good western. Like to this day, I still love a good western. They're they're good. Am I a good woman? Yeah, a good woman. Then again, might be the Antichrist. <laughs> That's how my husband hits on me. By the way, <laughs> it works. All right. Um. Well, let's go around. And get this. Uh, Mina. Alrighty, starting with me. Um, let's see. I I really liked this movie, and I liked the twist that they gave to it. I loved how expressive and the special effects. Um, I wouldn't... I'm not going to put it at a five. I'm going to... I'm going to maybe put it at... I don't know, like a, like a three and a half or a four? And I'm not exactly sure why. It just I don't think it was like scary. <laughs> it was scary in the way that you know while you're watching it, you're like oh that's kind of freaky. But then as soon as I was as soon as I shut it down, I didn't think about it one more time. Okay. So it didn't really keep coming after me where I was like 
worried and I need to lock all my doors or anything like mm-hmm. I think a good it didn't give you that that sting. A good like. horror movie has to kind of make you a little freaked out for the next few hours at least. And I didn't get that from this. So you I'm just gonna want the night night light. Exactly. And I was just like, nah, I'm going to bed. Like <laughs> it was real late at night, so I was just like, nah, I'm gonna go sleep night. Uh, so I'll say three three point five to four, probably three point seven five we'll borrow from Ella's last <laughs> I know, I'm a freaking stickler painting your eyes glasses. <laughs> what about you, Ash? Um, I also think I'll go with a 3.75 for that. Oh. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> I'll go 3.75. I'll go... No, 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 I'm just enjoying... You want to pick. I've enjoyed it. I've started, like, seven fives. <laughs> We're going to be real, uh, real picky. <laughs> um, again, just because, like, I absolutely fucking loved the effects. Like, that, that hand, the blood. Fantastic fucking effects. Mm-hmm. Even the, like, when he bashes in her skull, like, you just, you see brain just so bashed beautiful. in skull. So amazing. I fucking loved it. But I wasn't scared. Right. And it didn't resonate. Like, the witch, yeah, like, the witch, I kind of had, you know, it's like, oh god, I'm gonna see the witch when I close my eyes type things. Yeah. But this, I was like, eh, I can go to sleep tonight not thinking that something's gonna come in the house and kill me. Right. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give it a solid four. I love the cinematography of it. That acting, oh my god, I love her so much. She also was uh, Theo in House on Haunting of Hill House, blah blah blah, on Netflix. If you love horror, go watch, binge, live for it. So good. Um, but I think it's, I have a hard time with women even acting really frightened or really, really expressing true terror. In horror films, a lot of times it comes across campy or overdone, and I I felt, I felt when she got hurt, I felt when she was scared, I felt, you know, when she got powerful, and I think that's that's a huge thing about horror films is it really should tap into something absolutely primal with you, and I feel like this film did. <laughs> oh, primal call. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I feel like it tapped into something beautiful with that. I I loved, I feel like, of all of the killers that have come out recently, I've had an issue with, like, a lot of horror film slashers recently. Like, the last good one I saw was uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. You guys have not seen this film. Nope. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was very creative. It was very creative. It was very cool. We'll watch it sometime on the podcast. Um, but... I thought he was, he was new. His mask was creepy. Like, if I saw somebody, like, that, that mask on Halloween, I would be creeped out. Yeah. And I feel like it was, it was new. I, I liked that about it. Alright. So, pretty close to a four. Yeah, we're, we're all in a pretty good thing. Mm-hmm. Good range. Good range. Yeah. Um, so this will be our last podcast of November. And we have decided to, uh... Add a little cheer to our gore for the next month. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) We'll kill you all and fill our halls with all your body parts. (laughs) We are going to be doing uh, four horrific Christmas movies next month. Um, So I know it's only a few days away, but if you have any suggestions, please send them to us. We're trying to shuffle through all the horror films. I know we're going to do Krampus because Ash will kill me if I don't watch Krampus. And it also has Adam Driver. Not Adam Driver. It has a... 
nobody has their phone in here to check. I don't know how to uh, help you. Uh, ben from yeah, Ben from Community. What's his name? I can't remember. Oh, but we we all have a huge, huge, huge crush on him. Uh, but we'll be doing all of that because you just know what you were talking about. I don't know who that is. Uh, you'll you'll see who he is, and he's adorable. He's okay. Adam Scott. Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. Yep. I love Adam Scott. <laughs> um, so please send us what you would like us to watch. Send us your spooky Christmas things. Even send us little to be Christmas photos. Show us your holiday favorites. Yeah. Yeah, if you have pictures of, like, children crying on Santa's lap because... (laughs) So many creepy photos. I think the Easter Bunny is scarier than Santa. I think they're both really disturbing. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, ladies and gentlemen, as always... Good. Bad. We're the girls with the mic. Alright, have a great night, everybody.